Welcome to the Gallery Girl podcast. Gallery Girl is a London-based website and curatorial platform dedicated to contemporary art from across the globe. In this podcast, we're going to focus on female artists, curators and practitioners who highlight art with roots in West Asia and North Africa. Enjoy. Welcome to the Gallery Girl podcast. Today my guest is Zahra Marwan, a Kuwaiti artist who grew up between two very different deserts, Kuwait and New Mexico, and I'm super excited to have us have her with us. Welcome Zahra. Thanks. Um, <laughs> you always say you grew up between two very different deserts. Um, can you like explain like what your upbringing was like? Mm, what was my upbringing like? Um, I thought it was very normal until I grew up and realized not many people live between two different cultures. Yeah. 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 Or I guess a lot of people do. I. I mean, not a lot of Kuwaiti people live in New Mexico. Is what mm. I mean. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. So were you born one place and then moved to the other, or did you constantly travel? Yeah, I was born in Kuwait and lived there until I, we first came to New Mexico when I was four for two months, then went back to Kuwait for three years, and then came back, and then back and forth, back and forth for the, my whole life. Oh, wow, amazing. That must have been kind of a crazy experience. Yeah. And then... I saw that you went to study in France, which, again, I'm sure is very different. Like, France is similar to London, which is so different from a desert. <laughs> yeah, I had no idea. Someone was saying, I'd like to make one of those Zen boxes. And I was like, oh, we'll just go get some sand. And she's like, where? <laughs> I guess you can't find it in Paris. You can't just find some sand laying around. Yeah, so was that quite a bit of a, a shock when you when you moved there? Um, yeah, I guess the biggest shock was, I mean, although I thought that people in Paris have a lot of qualities or that the city has a lot of qualities to offer, um, there wasn't like an open or warm heart upon first meeting someone, which was new. (laughs) Wow, okay. That's a shame. I hope you managed to find that after a while. Yeah, I found good people, a lot of good people, yeah. Yeah. Maybe not upon first talking, but less time for small talk. Yeah, yeah, I guess it's a very different culture. So what made you, like, first interested in art? Were you exposed to it in the desert? (laughs) Um, We had an uncle who was a painter, so my brother was very, my older brother was very interested. And I think since they were interested, I picked up too. Yeah, so did you know you always wanted to be an artist? Um, yeah, but since I grew up in sort of like a, I I wouldn't say, like in regards to Kuwait, a more working class family, there wasn't like a big push of, yes, art is a career or art is a way to make a living. So it was hard to figure out what that looked like. Yeah. So did you, did you start, you study art in Paris? Yeah, in Paris and in Lyon as well. Okay. And then... When you went, where did you go after that? Back to... Where did I go? Back to... Yeah, I, married, I took... I found a Frenchman and brought him back to New oh, Mexico. Wow. <laughs> Amazing. And um, a lot of your your work, it's like touches on like family stories and storytelling. Do you find a lot of inspo from people around you? Is that where you get everything? Yes, mostly... 
and from the smallest things sometimes. And I suppose a lot of family stories in a way to feel more grounded and yeah, yeah. to feel more grounded. They're so like endearing. Like when you see them, you kind of always want to, you want to know more. And it's like with the addition of, of text, it makes it seem like so much more personal. Was that always an intention? Um, sometimes, um, I feel like I, I think of something or feel something and I have to get it out and then I share it or expose it. And I'm like, wait, was that maybe too much to tell someone? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's nice because you kind of almost like you feel like you get to know you through the work. Mm-hmm. so yeah how so how do you like generally choose your subject matter or is it just something like completely random um I suppose day-to-day what is brought up in conversation or something I remember or some I guess something which is like in the general public mentality yeah like um yeah last night before sleeping my mom was telling me she had a dream that she was wearing a blue dress from Thailand and there were the old wooden doors which she opened and it opened up to the sea, and there was a woman from Ethiopia wearing one of those big, like, those old things that hold skirts up. Okay. I don't know what they're called. I don't know what they're called, but it sounds really cool. Yeah, so it, I thought, oh, okay, maybe I should draw that. Yeah. <laughs> like, her dream probably has something which needs to be drawn out or told for some reason. Yeah. Oh, amazing. So do you often, like, take from what other people tell you? Yeah, especially people I care about. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah. Um, cool. Um, and I saw that you, you're working on a book or you have a book coming out yeah. soon. Mm-hmm. Can you tell me a bit about it? Sure. Um, it's very short in text, maybe 200 words. Wow. Um, and I drew everything. It's a 40-page picture book. Um and it's non-fiction, but very, like, it, there's a lot of symbolism in it in regards to, like, imagery. Uh-huh. Yeah. And about leaving Kuwait, of course. Not oh. wanting to leave Kuwait as a child and coming to New Mexico. And mm-hmm. as opposed to, I suppose, the regular immigrant experience of being very openly welcomed here. Yeah, that's nice. That's a good ex- Not Not everyone has that. Um, I don't I didn't know. Yeah, they're like, well, you speak Arabic. That's so special. You know, I guess it wasn't the case everywhere in the world. Yeah, no, that's really yeah. lovely. So do you do you go back to Kuwait now often? Yeah, I'm 31 now. And when I was 17, my parents moved back. To oh, Kuwait. okay. So I became afraid of flying for a few years. But now I just clench my teeth and go. Yeah, <laughs> oh my goodness. That must be a really long flight. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like a 20-hour flight or something, it's crazy, from yeah. here to Europe, Europe to the Kuwait. Yeah, but I guess as an artist, you have to travel. Yeah, because I, yeah. I wish we could take ships instead of planes. Oh, wow, really? <laughs> well, when my mom left Lebanon, she went on a ship, and it sounds like a very long journey. <laughs> so. <laughs> I don't know about that. But yeah, I remember the first time I saw your work was in Venice. So like, does travel often like have a big impact on your work too? Um, yeah, I feel like whenever you land, you must know you, you go to a lot of places too, right? <laughs> like yeah. when you land in a new place, 
suddenly it's like, oh, okay, here I am, another person in the city, but a lot of new people who look like me or act like me, like they're just people, but doing things a little differently. So it's inspiring. Yeah. I guess when you go to a new place, sometimes you probably look at things more than you would in your own city. I'm always like amazed by what people tell me about London when they come. Like that I, I never even noticed because you just like, you see it every yeah. day. It becomes like a background image. Yeah, yeah, for <laughs> sure. It's like, it's crazy. And one thing that's like really special about your work is kind of childlike, but mm-hmm. it's for everyone. Is that intentional? Like maybe not childhood, uh, but it appeals to like the storybook type. Yeah, you mean the drawings or yeah. the narrative? Yeah, the drawings. I don't know. Maybe there's a certain light-hearted feel in watercolor in regards to the drawings themselves. I don't. I don't. I don't know. Maybe the people are very simple. They always have triangle noses and dot eyes, right? They always they seem like really endearing. You know, yeah. like you always want to know what what else is going to happen next, and it feels like there's something around the corner, but you don't know what. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, and what it, like what it f- first drew you to using watercolor? Because not that many people use watercolor. Um, I like that it dries so quickly, and that you can keep adding layers to it. So, and I realized with ink, it can like build a certain depth depth or like an opaque feeling that gouache does but it's it feels I like the way it feels when you use it yeah have you always used watercolor no I thought I would use gouache more often but I was watering it down too much (laughs) with watercolor yeah (laughs) amazing um and during this time like now everyone's in a state of like semi being like trapped at home um what have you been up to during this time um so I set up a small table in my living room my living room kitchen (laughs) (laughs) so I haven't been going to my studio at the art center where I usually work although we're allowed to go back now um so I've, I've been drawing from home mostly and yeah, how, sort of living in like a deni- a small denial that this is all really happening. Yeah, and has this situation like changed what you work on? Like, has it had an Im- visual impact on your work? A visual impact? Yeah. Hmm. Um. Visually, I don't. I mean, yeah, maybe it's become more like representative of memory as opposed to things I've been seeing Mm. and referencing yeah and um what do you hope to be able to do now this period is well I don't know it might come back who knows but you know we're going into the next phase what do you hope that you might be able to do next um well I uh shows which were postponed in March or April I was supposed to show at the Middle East Now Film Festival in Florence, oh, which wow. was really cool, yeah. So it was postponed, and they re-invited me to come next April, so I hope that yeah. continuing to build the show, I'll be able to go this time, I suppose. Yeah. So, what, did you make a film? Oh, no, 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 I was supposed to exhibit at their uh, okay. film festival. And what- I uh, exhibit artwork. I was supposed to have a small solo show 
as a in, as an event part of the film festival. Oh, amazing! And what kind of work were you exhibiting? Um, so they gave me a carte blanche, right? So they said I could do whatever I want, but they'd like if I do focus more on Kuwait than New Mexico. So okay. I started playing on a lot of old stories my parents would tell me and trying to build up imagery. Yeah. And like, what's your favorite story to illustrate or that you have illustrated? Right now? Yeah. Um, there two, which I really like, a simple one called Watermelon After Lunch, where they're just preparing afternoon watermelon and people are sitting around the way a domestic scene often feels. And a second one, I mean, a domestic scene that often feels that way in Kuwait, maybe, not yeah. everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> and um, a second one about um, my grandma hosting people who seemed like to be more into like intellectual or finely dressed than my dad's family, probably of a higher class who are Iranian and why were they staying with my grandma and a man who was there looking for them. So that was a, st a story which I don't have an answer to, but I enjoyed creating the scene for. Yeah, it sounds really interesting. I kind of want to see what they're wearing now. <laughs> yeah. Like, who is this man looking for these people? Who are these people? <laughs> and why was my grandma hiding them? I don't know. Yeah, oh, wow, it sounds amazing. Uh, you just told me that you were going to do something with a hot air balloon museum in New Mexico. Yes. What, what does that involve? Because that sounds super, super cool. So the museum itself is um, working to promote the Hot Air Balloon Festival, which happens every fall. And the sky is filled with hundreds of balloons every morning for about a week. And it's uh, it's really beautiful. So they, they engaged five artists to create imagery around the balloon fiesta. Oh, wow. So will you be illustrating the balloons or on the balloon? <laughs> um, oh, no. So uh, they're just hanging the art in their museum. Oh, okay. But it would be cool to create an image for a hot air balloon. <laughs> but I yeah. think they're privately by each uh, person who takes it. Well, one day you can do that because how cool would it be to have your art in the sky? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I should tell them. They'll contact one of the flyers. Or yeah, whatever you should. Honestly, if you don't ask, you don't get. <laughs> um... And like, yeah, if there's anything that you would want people to know about your art, what would you want them to know? Um, um, what would I want them to know? I don't know. I guess sometimes I take some of my deepest sentiments and try to represent them in a light way. Mm. But these are often things that circulate a lot in my head. Yeah. That's really, no, that's really nice. I think that does, like, sum up your work because it is so personal, but it's also, like, very gentle and kind of sweet. Maybe that's the wrong word, but you know what, <laughs> you know what I mean? It kind of, like, it draws you in and, yeah. Yeah, it's, like, super personal. Um, so as for your plans and hopes for the future, what are you hoping, like you'll be able to do like as your next step in the art to create more picture books I really like how it feels like an album of bound beautiful imagery which is so accessible 
Um, and I, 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 someone recently asked me what my ultimate goal was, which felt like such a big and loaded question, but I started thinking in it, um, I suppose to work with more cultural centers or foundations in a way which is more long term and sustainable. Mm. So you mean like longer, longer projects that went and expand over it? Yeah. Ideally, I just want a cultural center to fund me to do whatever I want for a year or two. (laughs) (laughs) Can I just do that? (laughs) Yeah. Well, hopefully that's the dream. I suppose long-term projects of one place might even be the future since um, so much travel is obviously not going to be... Happening. (laughs) Yeah, well, I think it might happen, but I don't think it would be um, a good idea. So, yeah, well, thank you for telling me all about your work and what you've been up to. Um, What is your book called and when is it coming out? So far, the title is tentatively called Home. It was supposed to come out this next spring, but my editor pushed it for another year in hopes that things will be more normal. Okay, yeah, hopefully, because I want to get a copy. Well, thank you so much for your time. Um, everyone can follow Zahra on Instagram at uh, Zahra Marwan, Instagram Zahra underscore Marwan, and I will link it with this podcast. And yeah, thank you so much, Zahra. Thank you.